Have you ever wondered about all of the firsts that you have in your life? You mean like uh, baby's first steps? Yeah. Or your first kiss? You wouldn't know anything about that, but... What about like uh, your first car? Yeah. Or your first job? Or the first time you were fired from a job? You've been fired from a job? Well, no, I haven't, but I imagine that'd be pretty traumatic. Right. Or what about your first podcast? podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you for the very first time and welcome you to The Youth Room, episode, episode one. One, two, three. Hey guys, uh, my name is Trevor Miller. And I'm Stallion. And between us, we have 23 years of youth ministry experience, That's working right. in the local church in all kinds of different ways. Uh, serving in middle school ministry. High school ministry. High school ministry production, uh, so missions. Missions, pastoral. All kinds of different stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we felt like it was finally time maybe for us to be able to share with a community of people some of the things we've learned in student ministry. Yeah, we have uh, maybe some successes, but yeah. definitely some failures. Definitely some failures. Uh, we thought it'd be fun to kind of share with uh, the youth pastors and resource you guys and hopefully share a little bit about our experience. Yeah, this is the youth room. And so we're going to be talking about what takes place within the four walls of the youth room, but only because what takes place in the four walls actually makes an impact then on the outside of the four walls. So this is the youth room, episode one. One. And before we do anything else, we we need to thank some people. That's right. Uh, First, we are a part of a parent company called 1230 Media. And 1230 Media does church media resourcing for churches all over the world, actually. And not just for churches, but also for student ministry. And so um, really in three different ways. If you're in need of custom media, you can contact 1230 Media. Maybe you have a series coming up or an event of some kind and you need a specific design, they can make that happen and make it look really, really great. We actually use them within our student ministry. It's always on time. It's always exactly what we're looking for. Secondly, they also have worship media. So you can go to their website, 1230.media, and you can pick up all kinds of ready-made worship things to use within your worship context to make a really great worship experience. And then lastly, they also have training. So blogs and podcasts, just like this one as well, to help out the church and youth ministries around the country and around the world to do youth ministry in church in the best way possible. Also, you may be thinking to yourself, um, wait, this is episode one, and you yeah. guys already have some cool swag? Well, that's thanks to our sponsor. Yeah. Um, Southern Specialties is a company that we also work with. Um, we know the owner personally, Dinah. She is incredible, and we use her for all of our stuff. But check her out. All the information is below, um, and you can take a look and, and order T-shirts, journals, books, anything that you could use. Um, and she's good to work with, too. We oftentimes go to her with like last-minute deadlines, uh, but she is great to work with and, and will help you out. Yeah, always on time. Also, exactly what you're looking for. So make sure you check her out. She definitely could help out your student ministry. But Stow, today we really wanted to talk about kind of specific what's taking place within uh, the four walls of a student ministry, uh, the worship experience itself, uh, because we believe that what we have on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night with students is a really, really sacred space. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's maybe hard to imagine the youth room as a sacred place. Um, That's some... That's somewhere where you've spent a lot of time. Maybe you've spent time moving chairs, tearing up, setting up, um, pulling things Maybe down. Maybe it feels a bit degraded sometimes or taken advantage yeah, of I because mean, of BO and <laughs> Axe body spray. Or the whole time you have to clean up like food. Like we've had so pizza, many pizza parties and, and stuff like that. Soda, yeah, yeah. 
But the truth is, um, that's also a space where maybe you've had incredible conversations. Yeah. You've seen life change. You've prayed with a student, or you've seen them speak or lead worship for the first time. It is it is an incredible place. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of amazing things that happen within a youth ministry space, week in and week out. You know, in the fifth century, actually, there were Celtic Christians who believed that there were actual physical locations that you could go to. And in those locations, uh, the veil between humanity and divinity was very, very thin. They believed you could go to these places, and like heaven and earth would was right next to one another. And I believe that's not some kind of thought of old. I believe it's actually true today as well. So your youth ministry space, our youth ministry space, our room that we meet in each and every week can be a space that is very, very thin. They call these places thin spaces. And so I believe um, within our context as well, we can have thin spaces too. If we really are intentional about our planning, we can create opportunities for students to meet God in a very real kind of way. I guess the, the the biggest question though is how again we just said like we, we spend so much time in this room we spend so much time in this space but but how can we get back like what are some practical ways that we can actually see that yeah I think it's really possible um, the first way is actually by I believe making the mundane miraculous and what I mean by this is taking kind of the everyday normalcy of life and showing students where God intersects with those things uh, Jesus does it all time in the gospel if you watch him having conversation with the disciples and those who are following him he's always pointing out different things like hey see this bird or do you see this flower or these fish and these bread and he's saying all of these normal kinds of things this everyday kind of stuff the mundane it can become miraculous and so I believe the same thing is true with students when we spend time with them we can show them this is a thin space where you can meet God in the everyday I feel really passionate about this um, because my youth pastor modeled this really well for me. Um, when it was time to set up or do something, run an errand, he would always call me and we would go together. And so I've tried to replicate that as I've worked in student ministry, to call up a student to set up chairs ahead of time or to run production, to allow them to see all that happens behind the scenes. Uh, when they're able to see the devotion, the, the commitment that it takes to make something happen, I think they start to get a glimpse of, wow, this is something important. There's something going on there. Yeah, this doesn't happen by accident. This has to be an intentional thing that a youth pastor does or a youth worker or a leader does. So if you're going to Lowe's to buy some wood for a project at your house, don't go by yourself. Invite a student to come with you. Have some kind of conversation in the every single day. Maybe at a meal over, over a burrito at Moe's. I mean, talk about what God is doing in your life and help relate that to the student. Make a thin space there. I think another real practical way is to to, to pray. Um, the, the idea is that prayer is potent. Yeah. Uh, it's powerful. There's so many things that happen. And we all know the quote that, that when things that happen when we pray that wouldn't happen if we don't pray. Um, and, and I think it's easy to say, but the truth is we need to be committed to this. We need to spend time to pray um, for our ministry, for what goes on in that room. Uh, and sometimes it's crazy. It's hectic right before a service, right mm -hmm. before an event. And so there's some, kind of some practical things that we can do also in preparation for that. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a ton going on within your student ministry. And if you're anything like us, you're responsible for all kinds of stuff. And so what you have to do is be intentional with prayer as well. Right. In order for prayer to be potent, I believe you got to make sure it's in your calendar. It's on your phone. It's something that you do on the regular every single day. Maybe every day you've got a reminder that comes up at noon. It's like, hey, pray for your students. Pray for them by name. Pray for your parents. Pray for your volunteers. Pray for what will take place in your room this particular week. Maybe you um, go through a category where like one day you're praying for a specific grade or one yeah, day you're praying yeah. for a specific school or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, mark it off so you know you've done it. And the thing is also, if you want to have a thin space on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night, then I believe it takes place before you actually make it there. In fact, in our student ministry, one of my favorite things that we do is after our run through, our final run through before programming begins, we have all the volunteers, all the band, everybody that's involved in the night, we get them together and we say, hey, listen, we're going to pray for this space. We're going to pray for every single seat that students are going to sit in because we believe that God can make an impact on their life. You got to believe it and then you got to pray for it. 
The third thing, though, is also to make sure you plan ahead. Yeah, and this one for youth pastors is like a, a, a curse word. Um, we don't like to hear this. It, it is difficult, but the truth is that there are some ways that we can do this in a very in a very simple setting. Yeah, I mean, planning ahead is not something that should be a bad thing for us in youth ministry. In fact, I believe it should be a good thing for us. Uh, for instance, the same Holy Spirit that can make you change your mind five minutes before the service starts is the same Holy Spirit who can help you a month ahead of time to prepare for what you're going to do within that space. If you want a thin space, if you want a place where heaven and earth meet and the veil is so thin, it's going to start with intentional preparation. Um, we're at a place where we're able to plan ahead. And one of the things that we do is we, we don't go down all the, the specific details, but yeah. just some broad strokes. Here's the series we would like to teach. Here's the events we'd like to do. And even just having that framework helps us as we get a little bit closer to those things. Um, when I ran youth ministry by myself, I know one of the things that was a, a hack almost for me was to figure out, oh, let me get just one week ahead. Yeah, just one week. And that doesn't so, seem like a lot. And, and there's always something in the calendar where you, maybe you'd cancel Wednesday night or the church is doing something or you have a break. Use that week to, to get back on track. Plan a sermon anyway, even if you're not preaching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now suddenly you're one week ahead and you're so much ahead of the game. Yeah, our team even goes away every May to plan the entire year just to make sure we know exactly where we're going and we can make sure we're intentional in our planning. Here's what I know will happen. Your students will notice the forethought, your parents will notice the forethought, and your volunteers will notice definitely. it as well. It's definitely worth the investment and the time that you're going to take. And let's say you're not on a team. Find other youth pastors in your community you can plan ahead with as well. Maybe even plan some things together. I believe that's how God makes a huge impact, not just in your church, but in your community. So there are really three practical ways that I think we can make our youth spaces really thin spaces where our students can encounter God. Number one, take time to make the mundane miraculous. Number two, uh, prayer is potent. Yeah, number three, plan ahead. So we hope that your youth space, our youth space, will become a place where we can encounter God in a very real kind of way and your students can be transformed. But we want this to also be a conversation. So maybe there's something that you've done that has helped in one of these ways, or maybe there's another practical tip that you've thought of. Make sure you let us know in the comments, and uh, we'd love to hear about that. That's right. And we'll see you next time in the, the youth, youth Room. room.